It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Today is Friday, July 2nd, 2021. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. Sitka reported three new coronavirus cases on Thursday. Two patients in their 50s and a third patient under the age of 10 tested positive for the virus on June 30th. All three patients are Sitka residents. According to the city's COVID dashboard, two of the new patients were experiencing symptoms at at the time of testing. Their cases were listed as secondary, meaning they had known contact with another COVID-positive patient. The third case was travel-related. The new cases push Sitka into the double digits with 11 active cases, according to city data, but the city remains at moderate alert. Over the last two weeks, 13 Sitkins have tested positive for the virus. Sitka moves into high alert mode when 15 new COVID cases are reported over a rolling two-week period. The city has reported 401 coronavirus cases since the pandemic began last year. Summer programs in the Sitka School District have been a success, based on attendance. Special Education Director Chris Voron reported to the Sitka School Board Wednesday night that programs in all school buildings were mostly full during the month of June. The highlight of the month may have been Kinder Camp, which was specifically targeted to make up for lost classroom time for many students during the pandemic. Really, overall, we had a pretty good turnout. Um, very pleased with our kinder camp. That was a wonderful addition for the summer program. Um, and I think our parents are very excited. The kids were very excited to be there. Um, so I think overall, uh, it's been a good response. And I feel like we've had really good attendance considering some of the concerns that we had about just people being able to be available. So those were mitigated mostly by kind of making focusing most of it in June so that people had kind of that sense of a break in July. Other district summer classes included a credit recovery program for high school students, a special education summer school, and a summer program at Blatchley focused on helping students transition from fifth to sixth grade. The summer intervention in the district was funded by CARES Act relief payments, of which the district has just under $1 million left to spend by the end of 2022. Wednesday's school board meeting marked the end of interim superintendent John Holst's one-year contract. The board expressed its gratitude for his leadership during the most unusual year in recent history and for not only staying the course during the pandemic, but also for initiating a strategic planning process. Holst used his swan song to urge the board to resist the temptation to cut Sitka's alternative school, Pacific High, and absorb it into Sitka High as a cost-saving measure. And so you've got to start thinking about what is the value of each child graduating from high school. Uh, and I guess I want to repeat for people at home that are in the camp of, why don't we just close Pacific and have the kids at high school? That would be a loss of funding. It would cost the district more to close Pacific than it is to keep it open. It generates funds because of the size, uh, because of the population. Uh, there's all kinds of money that's generated would disappear. Holst added that the financial costs of closing Pacific were dwarfed by the personal costs. He said that there was now a long list of graduates who had found success in the community. Although Holst's successor didn't officially begin work until 12.01 a.m. on July 1st, incoming superintendent Frank Hauser spoke to the board about his goals for the future. 
Uh, I've said this before, my, my compass has always been on what's really what's best for students. And I know from speaking with community members and the staff already that that really is a guiding principle of uh, this district as well. Hauser said that he wanted to hear from the community and that residents were welcome to approach him anytime. And the board did some actual business during the meeting, most notably raising the rate of pay for lifeguards at the Blatchley Pool to compete with wages at the Mount Edgecombe Aquatics Center. Pool manager Rick Jarvel said it was next to impossible for him to staff Blatchley given the pay disparity. The increased rate will be covered largely by an increase in the pool's hourly rental fees. Rates for individual adult swimmers, including monthly passes, will actually go down. The lifeguard pay increase and pool fee adjustments passed unanimously. The city of Sitka is again in search of a new human resources director. The position has gone unfilled off and on for over the last couple of years. The most recent hire stepped down last month after an appearance in court. KCAW's Catherine Rose spoke with Michelle Murdoch about her decision to leave the city's HR department. Michelle Murdoch came to Sitka from Unalaska in the fall of 2020. She had served as Sitka's HR director for eight months when she stepped down in June. I have always had a passion for HR. I've enjoyed doing it. I I consider myself professional um, with the right set of skills. And a lot of people don't always realize that HR, you have to be able to connect on all levels. And, and that is from, you know, a city manager to leadership down to your employees. Murdoch says she enjoyed her work with the city. And though moving to a new town and a new job during the coronavirus pandemic was challenging, she felt she was successful in the position. I did a lot of uh, work with, again, the leadership team and um, working on how to, you know, find better ways to increase processes, efficiency, again, develop the relationship with staff because they hadn't had an HR person here. And um, and I wanted to um, understand what was working. And then if the things that weren't working, you know, how can I how can I make them better? And again, my, my, my goal is to always do everything in the best interest for the city. But Murdoch says tumult in her personal life played a role in her decision to leave the city. Murdoch was arraigned on a DUI charge on June 1st. She later filed a protective order in Sitka court. So there was a lot of um, things kind of going on in my personal life. And, and as many people know, um, you know, that can be difficult to manage and juggle. You know, again, I have always felt that I have been 100%, if not more, professional. I have always managed to keep my personal life separate from my professional career. Um, I take pride in what I do. And so, um, but sometimes, as we know, being on an island, the water can get muddled. Um, Unfortunately, at this time, I did feel that I needed to take some time for me. And um, I, it was a a very difficult decision and, and one that I'm saddened by because I came here to be the HR director permanently. This was home. Murdoch says she voluntarily submitted her resignation to city administrator John Leach and gave two weeks notice. She says she's working with a sea kayaking guide service this summer, but wants to work in HR again someday. 
KCAW reached out to Leach for comment. In a written statement, Leach said, quote, Michelle left the city and borough of Sitka on June 25th to pursue other opportunities after eight months of service. Her work was very much appreciated, and she was instrumental in establishing more up-to-date HR processes and procedures. Leach said that her position was vacant for 16 months before she was hired last fall, and that they're hopeful to hire her replacement as soon as possible. Murdoch's predecessor, Matthew Ione, left in May of 2019, just three months after accepting the job. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Catherine Rose. Alaska Governor Mike Dunleavy on Thursday vetoed around 12 percent of the ferry operating budget. That leaves the Alaska Marine Highway System with nearly $8.5 million less to run its vessels over the next 18 months. Dunleavy told reporters that the vetoes were in response to extra funding added by lawmakers. The money that we discussed, uh, the money that we agreed upon to put in the budget is, is in the budget. There was just more money put on top. That was the money that we took off and put aside. The governor and lawmakers have agreed to forward fund the ferry system for a year and a half to give the Department of Transportation more leeway for planning and operations. The governor has yet to sign a separate bill to create an oversight board for the ferry system. But he says if that bill is enacted, more work can be done to set long-term goals for the fleet. Uh, I think we're on I think we're on track to put together the pieces that we said we were going to put together and get some uh, get some input from folks that will be on this group. It's the third time in as many years that Governor Dunleavy has used his veto pen to cut ferry funding. Last year, he erased more than $15 million from the Marine Highways budget, which has struggled with long service gaps for coastal communities, says Juno Democratic Senator Jesse Keel. After three years of this, we can tell what the governor's agenda is for the marine highway system. It's not rebuilding. It's not restructuring. It's not new efficiencies. It's slow death. That's what Mike Dunleavy's working on here. Lawmakers will be returning to Juneau in August to take up unfinished business on the budget. It requires a three-quarters vote by the legislature to override a veto. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now taking a look at the weather for Sitka for Friday, July 2nd, 2021. Today, mostly cloudy, drizzle, slight chance of rain in the afternoon, highs in the lower 60s, west winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, drizzle and slight chance of rain, lows around 50, northwest winds around 10 miles per hour. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, drizzle, highs around 60, northwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. You're listening to your community radio station, Raven Radio KCAW in Sitka.